Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholitics. I am your host, Terrain Myers. I am joined by my co-host, Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? I'm tired. Oh no, you did. You seemed very, very tired. I I asked if you wanted to take a nap, and you said you don't no. think you could take a nap. I'm just like, I I get, you know, there's like different stages of tired. Yeah. There's like, your body physically needs to go to sleep mm-hmm. or your body did a lot of work and it's like you can't move anymore mm-hmm. and then there's just like to your core like i can't i'm not even putting pants on today <laughs> i'm i'm literally just wearing a robe all day yeah that's how tired you have been absolutely straight maxing in a robe yeah which is cool it's you not like that. like i'm not gonna take a nap but like don't ask me to do anything Mm-hmm. nothing i will do nothing yeah i feel that i'm doing this podcast though because i'm great you are great and we need to get one out today <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, sunday. it's sunday we usually have one up at midnight on sunday but we're still gonna because here's the thing the thing that bugs me the most is when the podcast feed on apple podcast stops saying that we're weekly right i hate that mm-hmm. so we got to make sure that we stay weekly mm-hmm. so i appreciate you um, sucking up the whole like I'm tired and it's also like a dark and dreary day that like is so tiring itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you uh, ignoring that in order to make sure that we stay as a weekly podcast on, on Apple Podcasts. I just don't understand you and your energy. What do you mean? And where it comes from. Like you drank all day yesterday. I Not all day. I started at like one. Yeah. From one to one. <laughs> Pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> from one to one. I I did I did what they call this is what they call uh the bar marathon. <laughs> you just seem you seem like you got it. It's not a marathon, it's a sprint. Sorry, it's not a fun, it's not a it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. <laughs> and I I did a good job of pacing. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually because there are times I where... I did a good job of pacing, too. You did a great job of pacing. But I'm exhausted. Tell me, tell the tell the listener um, the thing that you had, the alcoholic thing that you had that was really good that you liked. The, freeze pops? The freeze pops. Oh, yeah. Someone made homemade, like, alcoholic freeze pops. And mm-hmm. I think they, like, literally used fresh strawberries and, like, pineapple soup and vodka and... Oh, it was really, mm-hmm. really tasty. And it came in like like the little like freeze pop things mm-hmm. that like you get when you're a kid that you like Yeah. You know, like the like you cut the top the and tubes. Then, yeah, the tubes. The awful. plastic tubes that absolutely wreck the sides of your mouth if you're like <laughs> not eating it correctly, the way that I never do apparently. Did you hurt your mouth? I, I'm good, but it's like it was it was like cutting a little bit and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I I don't like seeds when I'm drinking. There, there were seeds. There were there. like straight up seeds, but it was, it was so from good. The strawberries. Yes, no. it was. It was very very good. I had one. I loved it. You also had like a like a freezerita. Yeah. The yeah. From what is that like Bud Light? Who I think does so. that? Yeah. I think so. It was alright. It was not as good as the other one, but it was the really homemade good. one was much better. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we had some fun in the inside because the sun was hot. Yes, it was 95 <laughs> yesterday. Or 90-whatever. It was 90-something. Yeah. Um, I think it was supposed to be 95 and it ended up being like 91 or some negligible fucking amount different. 
Um, it was a very adult hang. Like, 92. There, there were like so many kids. There were so many children. We were literally the only people there who did not have children. We were, yes, the lone, the lone non-children couple. Um, so we had a bunch of kids like running around. You were hanging out with, with little, little baby Ginny. Mm-hmm. Um, little baby. Like Babies are cool months, for like, you know. Five months limited old. Amount cute. Of time. Yeah. Cute. And had more head control than I thought. Like I, I th- oh yeah, I literally was she like, was like an owl. I was like, I didn't see that child for a bit. I did, like, I haven't seen that child ever, actually. So I'm like, I don't think she can like support her head on her own. <laughs> we I don't. Know, we think know so. a lot about babies. I don't know if you get. I thought you get that at like one and a half to two. No, <laughs> that's a joke a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this kid could like turn their head all the way around. They had the biggest eyes I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Like, like mm-hmm. legit. When you say owl. Yeah. This child had eyes that were just like, what's going on in here? <laughs> it was pretty and crazy. laser focused. Crazy. Crazy. And of course, I wore rainbow glasses. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that's why she was staring at me mm-hmm. and not because I was the only black person there. And like, if that's the case, Ginny needs to go to some sensitivity classes. <laughs> you tell her. I'll tell her. She won't get it. She's a baby. Um... Uh, we had fun though. We got to play Secret Hitler. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Uh, we we learned Jackbox a th- cornhole. Jackbox cornhole. Secret Hitler. We learned a thing about. Um, I mean, we knew this already when it comes to Secret Hitler. We never trust each other. Never. And um, Secret Hitler, by the way, for anyone who's listening and is like, "What are they talking about?" Secret Hitler is like a, a hidden role game mm-hmm. where somebody's Hitler. Somebody's Hitler. There's like the fascist party, the liberal party, and there's someone who's Hitler who's like the leader of the fascist party. And the fascists win by electing Hitler chancellor or killing all the liberals or passing a bunch of uh, fascist policies. Liberals win by passing a bunch of liberal policies or killing Hitler. Yeah. There. Now, now, now that you understand that it's a game that's like normal and not we're not a weird no, we're not no weird like like authoritarian right-wing like gamer group (laughs) um we play when we play it becomes it becomes evident that um you and i we if we are if we are um working together in like a non-combative way then that should be an indication to everyone that we are both fascists Mm -hmm. (laughs) whenever Either both of us are the liberal or one is the liberal and one is the fascist. We are so unbelievably combative mm-hmm. and we're don't we don't trust each other at all. And like it's just like clear that there's a there's a distinct divide. We didn't get to be on the same team any of the games. I mean, we were multiple games. Oh, but, you're right. We didn't get to we know never, we were on the same team. <laughs> we never acted like it. Yeah, we couldn't. We yeah. So absolutely crazy fun game super fun fun. game very fun um had a had a had a lovely time uh can't wait to play more games Mm -hmm. uh playing more games um before we go to our main stuff um we opened all of our gifts well that's not completely true uh katrina has opened all of her gifts I have opened all of my gifts that have arrived. Yeah. There was one that was that's that was arriving soon. Um but do you want to tell what yours are? Do you want me to tell what mine are? 
sure. How do you want to? I don't. Do you go first? I'll go first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I got. Oh, hang on, hang on. Maybe I don't remember everything that I got. Ooh. Well, you gave me the. I got the. Um, there's this really cool like plat like 3D printed plastic. Um, it's shaped like a like a D20 die. Um, and it has like a magnetic strip that comes out and you can store your dice in there. Mm -hmm. And that is really, really cool. D20 and dice holder. D20 dice holder. And it was really, really cool. And I love it. And I love playing with it because the magnet is strong as hell. <laughs> so it like takes effort for like, if I'm like doing it a certain way, it takes effort and it's really fun to play with. Um, what was the, did I, what was the other, did I open up another thing? The magnet or the, the metal die. The metal die, yes. Um, I got a, a really really cool um, uh, metal die. It's like uh, it's like it's metal. It's it's like it has like the purple like. It's blue metallic with like, like rift artifact. Like purple, purple. It like looks like purple purple rifts. It looks mm -hmm. it like the die the die the die set itself reminds me of like uh, the end of Loki where you see the time stream and mm -hmm. it's so absolutely gorgeous. Um, we played D and D, uh, this weekend and I used the amethyst die, uh, the amethyst D20 that you got me and I almost died. <laughs> they don't roll good. They don't roll good. We're going to set up a display and it rolled, display them. it rolled, to, it rolled it to natural two, two times in a row. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I kept giving it chance after chance. And it's like, nah, dog, I'm going to kill you if you keep using me. <laughs> like, I literally lost all of my hit points at one mm -hmm. point. Um, so, and yeah. you had to heal. Thankfully, you healed me. And I got to come back and play more. No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Someone gave me seven. No. It was Leaf. Oh, you're right. You're right. You We we leveled up, but you didn't technically get the, the, the extra lay on hands. Yeah, nope, nope. Sorry, this is for this is inside baseball for everybody else. What do you want to talk about your gifts? Yeah, you got me. Um, so I think the big set we talked about, the ring we talked about. Mm -hmm. um, you got me a little cute dice jail, mm -hmm. a little three D printed like uh, jail cell type thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really cute. It's purple. Um, and then you got me um, these really pretty glass uh amethyst or not amethyst uh peridot um dice mm -hmm. because that's my birthstone and they're like they're beautiful really cool i'm scared to roll we're them. all <laughs> scared that we're gonna break them yeah absolutely <laughs> so many of our gifts i'm very scared we're gonna break but incredibly thoughtful i didn't even like know you knew about birthstones um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. And then uh, you also got me this really pretty like dice box that's got um, like s spots for dice and to roll die, store them, and like for a mini, and then like a place to put your character sheet. Uh, and it's made out of like cherry wood, and it's like custom, and it's got all my characters' names on the front. Mm. So very cool, very I, very cool. I was so so excited to get that. I was so I can't tell you how you excited did a great I was. job. I appreciate that. You did a great job too. <laughs> Jesus, I hate that I cannot convince you that you did a great job. Yours I, were much more thoughtful than mine. I don't think that's true. You got me too. Like, besides the fact that you're one hundred percent trying to kill my character with the one die set you got me, mm -hmm. like they they are gorgeous. They are absolutely Very pretty. gorgeous. Very pretty. They're gorgeous. Um, and Avengers Tower, which I cannot wait to use. Yeah, I'm so excited to use Avengers Tower. 
Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Do you want to tell everybody the other gifts that you got me? No. <laughs> you have to open it. <laughs> um, do you want to get into the... Yeah. Let's get into the show. Um, so... Before we get into, this is going to be just essentially the election results show. We had primaries on Tuesday. There were a lot of winners, a lot of losers, and, um, you and know. our power went out. What? Oh, and our power went out for <laughs> for, for like hours. four hours on Tuesday. For hours. The, the polling place was running on a generator. Yes. So that was fun. Luckily, there was no issues. There were no issues at our polling place. Mm-hmm. Um, besides the fact that when we got out of the car, there was a truck with a billion weird right wing bumper stickers, including one that said, let dreamers keep dreaming. Yep. Like way they to, were, honestly, way they, to be really cool. And they like bumper stickers. You're right. Like, it was essentially like the fridge magnet yeah, letters. Like they wrote out all of these that messages they, themselves. That they wrote just, they're like, let me write the most egregious, heinous nonsense out yep. that, that I can possibly fathom. Like, oh, let me tell a bunch of people they can go fuck themselves, mm-hmm. like, because that because they came here when they were children, and I, I hate them because of that. Um, yeah, so, um, other than that, no real problems. We uh, got stickers this time, too. We got stickers. Really important. No sandwiches. There were no, no there was no food, food no food whatsoever. Um, and that's pretty crazy, and I'm wondering maybe if there was food in the morning, because... Like, when we went last time, were we there in the morning to get those? Well, p- last time it was a big election. Like True. Bigger, you know, maybe during the general. I, we don't, By the way, I'd argue this. I, she's not minimizing this election. We know it's big. It's just like primary it, versus general. Primary versus general. We're talking foot traffic. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not exactly. talking. We're not talking importance. We're talking foot traffic vis-a-vis. <laughs> um, are there enough bodies for us to make breakfast sandwiches <laughs> and um before we get into that i just wanted to um play a real cool clip um if you guys remember way back when um we elected this one guy um well we sort of did we actually didn't but we sort of did um this guy named uh, george w bush um so we he was reelected so technically he did win once but um <laughs> Uh, he, uh, if you, rem- if you wouldn't remember, if you remember, he, uh, launched, uh, an unnecessary, unprovoked and uh, illegal war into, um, Iraq, uh, based off of dubious nonsense that, um, he allowed the intelligence, uh, our intelligence apparatuses to, or apparati, uh, to, um, you know, be complicit in the lie. Um, so that was really cool. And I just wanted to like, remind everybody of that while we listen to this clip of him talking at a um, at uh, in, in uh, talking about another country um, launching an unprovoked war. He made a little tiny error in his in his speech and we just wanted to see if you guys can catch it. Uh, so let's check it out. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> Iraq, too. Anyway. Uh- <laughs> I love his reaction. <laughs> this, is, this is like seven billion times worse than Fool Me Can't Get Fooled Again. 
Um, he later uh, in the in like the the very next thing that he says is that he's like, oh, I made that mistake because I'm seventy. Like, I'm sorry, I'm seventy five. Uh, so he's forgetting stuff. Um, but apparently did not forget that he uh, <laughs> wholly illegally invaded another country for uh, under completely false pretenses. I just thought that that was something that um, we sometimes we forget because of the past four years. Mm-hmm. Um, we forget that Bush was terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. And and then he pops up and does like cute old man shit like can't work a parka or does like fun like little like the hanging out with michelle obama and she's giving him candy and he's eating the candy like he's a nine-year-old and and he's we're like oh look he paints now that's cool (laughs) so so we kind of forget that he is like an absolute despicable fucking human being yeah. Um. And then when he says stuff like this, it's like, oh, don't worry. We all might forget, but he won't. He doesn't forget. Um. And unfortunately, that's, you know, not enough. And there should be punishment for, for heinous war crimes. But, you know, what are you going to do? This is America. Am I right? Yeah. Um, so with that in mind, let's move on to some uh, primary results. Um, should we start with uh, should we start with Governor? Sure. Uh, so Josh Shapiro ran unopposed. He um, uh, so he was nominated as the um, Josh Shapiro was a decisive victory. Decisive, huge, <laughs> fundamentally molly whopping victory for Josh Shapiro. Um, and he uh, it was decided by the Republican Party that uh, he will face Doug Mastriano. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know the name Doug Mastriano, you probably know the name because he is a uh, insurrectionist, um, was at January 6th, breached barricades on January 6th, um, fought to uh, install sham electors to throw the states to throw the state's electoral votes to the person who didn't win the state Mm -hmm. um and vows that he will do that as the president sorry as the um uh governor of of pennsylvania he would be the one who would select the secretary of state who runs the elections and he would be more than happy to choose someone who will uh subvert the will of the people if uh you know if they don't vote for the person that he wants them to vote for. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Shapiro's camp wanted, wanted Mastriano. Yes. Um, election forecasters have moved this from like a toss up to a lean Dem um, because of the nomination of Mastriano. Now, now I know that you are wary as mm-hmm. well. We all should be like, we need to stop pretending that like we have things on lock, but do you think there's like potentially something that others know that maybe we don't in regards to um, Mastriano being the nominee and what, you know, potential pitfalls his campaign uh, is going to be facing? I mean, I sure hope so. I sure <laughs> hope so. Um, I kind of just think it could be outdated thinking about, mm-hmm. Ah, this guy's a loon. People won't vote for him. People don't want to vote for someone crazy. Yeah. Why would and they And I think ever? that's a really terrible, outdated idea. Mm-hmm. So so I hope they hope they know something we don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that's I think that's right. I, I think that, you know, it's definitely possible that there's something um, you know, 
I don't, I don't think as a campaign with, you know, the resources that Josh Shapiro has, I don't think that you choose your opponent um, lightly. You know what I mean? I don't think that you go in going, I'm picking this one just because. Like, you you have to have some sort of uh, some sort of idea as to why you think they would be the better candidate to run against. Yeah. And I, I think that I think I, I, I'm I'm having faith that there's something that this camp that that campaign knows um, that uh, <laughs> that we are not privy to at this time. Um, because though I think that Doug Mastriano is clearly in, uh, you know, an incredibly like like radical right uh, nonsense factory who is pro uh, insurrection and pro forced birth and and <laughs> like anti like anti bodily autonomy all all of this like I I've seen debates with him and I don't think that he come sometimes he doesn't just like. It, you have to like know what's up to know that he's insane, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to know that he's ridiculous, to know that he's dangerous. And some people don't necessarily know that, and yeah. they can see him as just kind of like a a reasonable guy. Um, nothing he does uh, reflects that, but he he doesn't. He sometimes doesn't. He for just like as who he is, he doesn't come off as um one of the like. Absolutely. really crazy right wing right wing people mm-hmm. i could i could i think he's he's pretty good at talking uh in a way that makes him seem reasonable mm-hmm. so to people who aren't paying attention that can be very um appealing yeah um he was able to defeat the likes of lou barletta who um is staying on that losing in pa energy uh seemingly going mm-hmm. out and attempting to just join races that he's going to lose. Um, Bill McSwain, whose uh, ghost has now been freed and can uh, safely go to the other side without <laughs> without the, biz, the, the unfinished business. The unfinished business was losing this race. Um, and Joe Gale, who, again, is either Sean Gale or Joe Gale. They're both the same. <laughs> um, are you surprised that it was this lopsided? Uh, I think it was. It became pretty clear in the last couple weeks that he was yeah. coming out uh, pretty far ahead of the pack. So, I mean, but with that Poland showed him at like twenty, like twenty eight, right? He won forty, forty three at this time, forty three point nine or forty four. Um, next highest is Barletta with twenty point three. Like mm-hmm. he, he seemed. I mean, so do you think that the the Trump endorsement at the at the, like the eleventh hour really pushed his numbers up? Uh, it it probably had something to do with it, but there you know there were a bunch of undecideds when the polling was coming out, and you mm-hmm. got to pick. So yeah, a lot of people picked the leader. Yeah, sometimes yeah, I think that's I think that's absolutely right. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah, I'm undecided. I got I'm a Republican. I got to vote for somebody. I I see that this guy's ahead in all the polls. He's probably gonna win. I want to pick the winner. I'm gonna pick him. Also, Trump picked him mm-hmm. like, at at the eleventh hour. In like a oh well he's gonna win so I'll pick him plus <laughs> plus he has already agreed to do all of my election dirty deeds yep and it still took me like right before the primary to to, to endorse him so it's seemingly even Trump had reservations about Mastriano which is which is interesting <laughs> definitely makes you wonder why mm-hmm. um looking at the Senate race uh, John Fetterman who um I think like. 
fr- the Friday before the election mm-hmm. had a stroke. Um, according to uh, his campaign, he is um, he got a pacemaker. He is um, recovering fine and is taking some rest uh, under the advisement of his doctor. Um, one easily um, in yeah. the uh, primary for Senate. Um, they didn't watch the debates. <laughs> no one watched the debates. <laughs> He won. I mean, I got to give it up to the guy. He won every county in PA, mm-hmm. um, had about 60 percent of the vote. Next highest was Connor Lamb with um, about 26 percent of the vote. Um, what did you think of the like dominating Fetterman performance? Did you think that it was going to be closer or um were you sure that it was going to be like, like I'll admit that like I there were a lot of undecideds in yeah. this race even. And he already had like 40% in the polls mm-hmm. or, you know, like a high number. So yeah. I no, not yeah. surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised by the win, by the win. I might be a little bit surprised by the volume of the win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm honestly, I, I am surprised to see that he won every single County in PA and that could say great things about his campaign going forward. Um, that he has the ability to win uh, in uh, in those counties. Mm-hmm. Um, that he's able to win urban voters, rural voters, suburban voters. Like that, this this amount looks good for that uh, for that aspect. Um, and it kind of just depends on who he's going against. I would like to point out, um, love Malcolm Kenyatta. Didn't do. Uh, particularly well in this race, got about mm-hmm. 11% of the vote, didn't win, um, you know, Philly where he's from, <laughs> yeah. uh, lost it by like le- about three, about three points. But I mean, for someone who's from there, you know, it's like you got to win where you're, you got to win where the people know you. Um, he won his uh, primary for his seat in the, in the house, uh, in the state house. So he will likely be going back there. And I look forward to what the rest of his career holds because I, I firstly I think we've missed out on an amazing candidate. Did uh did Connor Lamb run for is he running for re-election? For no. Trump's? No. Interesting. Well, I think I think the rules are different for um the rules may be different for um uh the the state house than it is for the United States House of Representatives. Okay. Um so I think Kenyatta was able to run for his seat again. I don't think Lamb was allowed. Mm-hmm. Um so check us on that, but I, that's I think that's what it is. That'll be interesting to see what he does next, because clearly, yeah, I think he's got a lot of political ambition. He's got a lot of political ambition. He just, uh, yeah, he's got a whole lot of the polit- political ambition. He seems to be a polished enough candidate to know what he's talking about, but not someone inspiring. If right. I'm if I'm just gonna 100 percent be honest, not about to it. us, <laughs> not to us. He's inspiring to like moderate <laughs> Democrats, <laughs> which like. I would. I don't like what they may be inspired by. <laughs> um, uh, so Fetterman wins and will be going into the uh, into the Senate race, and his opponent will be undecided still. Yeah. Um, at, uh, the totals are still being counted, but um, Doctor Oz is narrowly ahead of Dave McCormick, um, and it looks like. That race will go into a recount. Mm-hmm. Um, they're likely going to be within the 0.5% threshold that it takes for a recount to be done. Yeah, isn't isn't the 
margin like a thousand votes it's about it's it right now i believe yes it's about a thousand votes if not a little bit less or or like barely barely mm-hmm. over um at this time of uh according to um the new york times um Let's just pour one out for Kathy Barnett. <laughs> Thank God, Kathy Barnett, who who had a late surge mm-hmm. um, after being relatively unknown in the race, had a late surge and ended up finishing third um, with about at this point um, about twenty four point seven uh, percent of the vote, with Oz at the top with thirty one point two and McCormick just right behind with thirty one point one. What? Good. She de- I mean, she definitely had a big impact. She did. Because, uh, well, you know, who knows where the voters that went for mm-hmm. her would have gone between Oz and McCormick. They so all were Sean Gale voters. <laughs> Every Maybe. last one of them. Could be. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Could be. Um, uh, what did you think of? What did you think of the showing from Kathy? Did you? Were you like? Surprised I was so that scared she... that she was gonna just fucking win it, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like all the Republicans. I was so scared. Yes. Um, oh, we were terrified of Kathy. Yeah, I, I mean, she definitely did a good job for what she was expected to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got, it got scary at the end there. They were mm-hmm. they all the ad, uh, the the Oz and McCormick attack ads went away and were replaced by Kathy Kathy Barnett attack ads. Yes, anti Kathy ads. Yeah, just wild. It was so insane to like just randomly see like what do we really know about mm-hmm. Kathy Barnett? And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I thought this was supposed to be an Oz commercial with him like growling at the camera like he's a like jungle cat which yeah. is what they keep showing which is insane i wonder if uh, fetterman will use those <laughs> i sure hope not <laughs> i sure hope not um i'll ask the obligatory uh, political question of the day which would be who do you think uh and and feel free to dismiss this question as it probably should be um but i feel like as a political podcast we have to ask it who do you think um, would be a better opponent for Fetterman um, in terms of who Fetterman has a better uh, shot against, right, Oz yeah. or McCormick? I think that's Oz. Yeah. I mean, they're both dangerous because they have so much money, like so much money behind them. Um, but I think uh, what we saw from Oz is that he's not good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not come off as genuine. Um, he's really whiny. Um, obviously you've got a lot of, um, a lot of history of televised stuff that you can call back on in the race. (laughs) Um, so I, I, I think I've thought Oz was the weaker candidate all along and I'm pretty sure polling, I mean, it was from a, it's from a bit ago, but polling backed up that McCormick did better against Oz than Mm -hmm. our Fetterman did better against Oz than McCormick. So. Yeah, I think I think Oz is Oz would was who I wanted to win out of the out of the options. Yeah, I think that I think that you're right that like it may be easier to run against Oz just because of like it, it, he's he's less believable. Mm-hmm. Like he he's clearly masquerading as this ultra conservative and doesn't fully believe the things that he's going to pretend that he believes in the campaign trail. Not saying that we haven't seen someone uh, do that before and win on a higher scale, Donald Trump. Right. Um, but I, I do think... I don't think he <clears throat> has the same cult appeal no, as Trump does. he does not. 
Um, so so I, I think that that may be correct. I, I think that you could make a case that either of them could, could be, you know, like they're both out of staters. They're both rich. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just like which carpetbagger do you think is going to be better? <laughs> like I, I, I do think that it's, um, you know, you could make a you can make a case for either of them, but I think that the case probably, I think the truth would probably be that Oz would be a better person for Fetterman to run against. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's possible that it, you know, we we don't necessarily want to court stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the man has been on TV for a very long time. Um, that name ID for being mm-hmm. on TV for a very long time is dangerous. Um, his ability to trick people into buying nonsense supplements that don't help you. Uh, he can m- potentially trick you into voting for him as well. Um, um, so those are, those were the, um, those were the main, um, races for PA, um, in terms of like statewide. We also had, um, some, um, you know, some other primaries, uh, in the 12th uh, congressional district. It has been called by, um, the New York Times that Summer Lee, mm-hmm. um, a progressive candidate, has defeated Steve Irwin um, to uh, uh, run for this uh, to run for this office. Um, we also saw in um, Oregon uh, Jamie McLeod Skinner. At this time, it, ha- it has a lead above current incumbent Democrat Kurt Schrader, moderate uh, rep- uh, moderate Democrat. Um, Kurt Schrader, um, she is likely to move on to uh, go into that general election. We so we saw we've seen a couple of um, a couple of uh, we've seen a couple of progressive candidates uh, get through um, against more moderate uh, more moderate candidates that were backed by you know mm-hmm. sometimes Democratic leadership. In in um, Kurt Schrader's case, uh, Democratic leadership including. Pelosi and Biden backed him, mm-hmm. um, even though uh, he, he sta- sometimes stands in the way of what the Biden administration wants to do. Um, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> what do you think the that winning these uh, winning seats against um, these moderates? Uh, what do you think that uh, it means for progressives to win seats against these moderates? Um, in in the terms of uh, what it does for Biden's specific agenda uh, with, you know, the, the remaining time he has as president. Mm-hmm. Um, and and do you think that maybe, what do you think about him potentially standing in the way of his own progress? No, yeah, I think it's really important and, and helpful to have more progressive uh, people um, in the place of these who are not, um, who are more hesitant to um, endorse these policies and I just think I just think it's like the old it's it's the same reason all the like establishment um, organizations in PA were backing Connor Lamb even though he clearly didn't really have a chance they're afraid Mm. of more like I think establishment Democrats are afraid of progressive candidates. Like mm. they're 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 like literally scared. And mm. I don't know if it's that they just don't want to be bucked. And I think it's a lot of it is they think they can't win. Yeah. Uh, which I don't think is no. proven to be accurate. No. You know, I think not. I think they're just scared. They're like, oh, this is this is more of a purple place. We can't we won't win if we have a, a progressive 
candidate. But I mean, th- the Republicans go with their most extreme candidates all the time, and it and, works out fine it for works. them. So <laughs> they still and they still find a way to win. Now, I don't think that that analogy is perfect because mm-hmm. literally sometimes they nominate someone so radical that Republicans are like, "No, nah, we're good. We'll wait yeah, for the next we one." We haven't done that. Though. We don't. We don't. <laughs> We're just like, oh, Medicare for all. You're so radical. Radical leftists who mm-hmm. want people to be able to go to the doctor for cheap or free. <laughs> radical leftists who think that you should have bodily autonomy and you should have an abortion if you and your doctor agree that it is what is best for you. Those radical leftists who 100% are like, hey, maybe we shouldn't saddle people with student loan debt for the rest of their lives. They're dangerous and we need to defeat them, says the Democratic leadership. <laughs> um, now, we know that there's a um, there's a primary coming up um, uh, in Texas where Henry Henry Kalar, a uh, uh Anti anti choice Democrat is running against um, Jessica Cisneros, uh, who is a more progressive Democrat. In fact, Kalara, I believe, is one of the most conservative Democrats in the House. Um, does this trend of um, this trend of progressive Democrats, uh, progressive uh, Democratic candidates beating more moderate candidates, do you think that that potentially bodes well for? Um, that uh, uh, for Cisneros in that in that primary race. What do you uh, think about it? It depends on the district and the makeup. Yeah. You know, uh, in Texas, if you're uh, an anti-choice Democrat who was elected, and there's probably a reason for that. Like, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of demo like groups that lean Democratic but still have pretty conservative social views. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of like religious beliefs and stuff like that. So it really, it really depends on the makeup of the district and everything, everything that's going on there specifically. I will say um, she has faced Henry Kalar before Mm -hmm. um, in 2020, um, losing the primary. um, uh, He had 51.8 and she had Mm. 48.2 in the, in the, in this cycle. Um, neither candidate got to 50%, so they are going to a runoff. Okay. Um, 48.4 for Kalar and 46.9 for um, Cisneros. Uh, so they will be facing off uh, in two days um, to determine which of them gets the Democratic nomination. Um, this, this to me, is very reminiscent of um, Marie Newman from Illinois, who uh, ran against that asshole Dan Lipinski um who uh it took a couple of times to like get that um get that name ID get that FaceTime with the voters and get that trust earned Mm -hmm. before um she was able to defeat um that guy that sucked (laughs) and um I think that I think that we're kind of seeing potentially um I think we're seeing potentially uh, uh a similar situation um, so I am I am very excited for um, Jessica Cisneros, and I wish I wish her the best in Texas. It's, I, I, we need we if anything we have seen from our government now has taught us is we actually need you know we need progressive Democrats to to be in the room and to make the decisions that moderate Democrats are afraid to make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people need help. 
there are so many good things in that, that Biden has promised and that Biden needs to be held account for. Um, and moderates aren't going to do it. They're just not. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to do it. So um, we absolutely need people who will be in the room and um, make the bold calls that, you know, that a, that a Joe Manchin won't make. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also had on Election Day in North Carolina <laughs> just a <laughs> just a, a shocker and a heartbreaker. Congressman Madison Cawthorn was ousted by a oh no <laughs> by Republican Chuck Edwards in the uh, in his primary, so he will no longer be in the House of Representatives after this session. Poor so guy. so we're all really sad for a for Madison. How did you feel when you saw that Madison lost? <laughs> I laughed. It was very funny. It was pretty funny. It was very funny. It's pretty funny. It's like, I mean, I wonder what it would have been if he hadn't done the orgy thing and got the entire (laughs) Republican establishment to go against him. I mean, just be quiet about the orgies, guy. Like he Just keep your head down and don't fucking talk about the orgies. He got hit hard. After he said, after he said the thing about the orgies, the organizers of the orgies are like, we got to fucking get this guy. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get him. I can't believe he told anybody about our orgies. <laughs> we in, we trusted him and invited him to to our sexual get-togethers. And, and he has the audacity to tell a podcast <laughs> that we're doing key bumps of cocaine in front of him. Like, we didn't offer him any. And, like, it's ridiculous. It's so funny. <laughs> It's great. It I'm, so I'm so glad. I'm I so wish uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, pretty much all the other real loons, mm-hmm. this would happen to them too, but it won't. We'll find he's, out. But on, he's probably the outlier. Yeah, he's probably. Well, none of them are talking about the all about the <laughs> Exactly, exactly. That's why I'm like, it's. <laughs> if I don't think it happened for the right reason. <laughs> no, it happened because there definitely are Coke orgies <laughs> and people were pretty fucking pissed that he was talking about them. Yeah. That's why it happened. Yeah. And like. His constituents weren't like upset about the awful, terrible things he was doing. No. His constituents were just like inundated with like clips of mm. him like naked humping his cousin's face. Mm. And they were like, whoa, what? This is family values? <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. Like literally just a bunch of random stuff. A bunch of random banana stuff came out that like were like weirdly either true or looked terrible. Yeah, and he was just like, "It's gonna keep coming against me because they're they're afraid of me and they want to stop me and they don't want me to expose them." And it's like, I mean, you should probably start naming some fucking names, <laughs> like. Honestly, name some names. Yeah, they at this just, point, why not, right? They just ousted you from the party. Name some names. Tell us about the orgies. We know that you weren't getting invited by Democrats to orgies. No <laughs> one's going to invite you. We all hate you. So, like, and, like, us as Democrats don't care if, like, I don't care if, like, uh, 
if Just Joe Manchin you don't doesn't mean the I know the, the Democratic Party doesn't care if Joe Manchin is uh, uh, is having like C orgies on the almost heaven. He we what we're annoyed is that he won't back build back better. <laughs> like, I don't care how often they're fucking. Could you please pass the legislation we need, please? In between Coke sessions, could you get this done? Um, but yeah, uh, Madison Cawthorn has angered a lot of people. And because of that anger, Madison Cawthorn was also angry. So you haven't seen this because you have left Twitter mm -hmm. like a good person should. Um, but me, I'm still a depraved monster who must who must mainline this terrible, stupid, uh, clickbaity nonsense. But Madison Cawthorn, um, after after the dust was settled and he lost, he took to Instagram. I'm going to read you his Instagram post. Okay. Um, he, in the photo, uh, it, it's a photo of like a, an American flag with like a, with like a black um, thing over that saying America first Patriots. And then he puts like the names of people that like, you know, believed in him, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so he put like, um, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Donald Trump, Charlie Kirk, Steve Bannon, Matt Gates, Paul Gosar, uh, Rand Paul. <laughs> he just put NRA, like the NRA in there. <laughs> um, as like, I guess, America vs. Patriots because they didn't turn on him. So none of them are involved in the Coke orgies. Apparently. So like one thing we know, and this is like a story we're going to be following for <laughs> – for until we get to the absolute bottom of this. And I don't care if we have to, DC is like two and a half hours away. If we have to go and find out, we will, but we're going to be following the story, but we know that none of these people uh, were cool enough to be involved in the Coke orgies, which is fine. And it makes sense because they suck. So Madison Cawthorn posted <laughs> when the establishment turned their guns on me, when the uni, uh, Uniparty coalesced to defeat an America First member, very few people had my back. This list includes the lion's share of figures that came to my defense when it was not politically profitable. These are honorable men and women who are the type of friends anyone yearns to have. At the beginning of a change, the Patriot is a rare and hated man. These are those rare and hated men and women. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I just want to point out Donald Trump endorsed, and I'm putting in quotes, endorsed Madison Cawthorn at the very last moment saying we should give Madison a second chance. So even Trump was like, he did something wrong, which mm -hmm. was you don't snitch on the Coke orgies. That was the thing he did wrong. We should give him a second chance. Maybe he won't mention them anymore. <laughs> um, anyway. There are other national figures who I believe are patriots, but I am on a mission now to expose those who say and promise one thing, yet legislate and work towards another self-profiteering globalist goal. The time has come for genteel politics, as usual, to come to an end. It's time for the rise of the new right. 
it's time for Dark Maga to truly take command. We have we have an enemy to defeat, but we will never be able to defeat them until we defeat the cowardly and weak members of our own party. Their days are numbered. We are coming. Dark Maga. Dark Maga. That's the thing that was trending on Twitter that I went, what the fuck is this? <laughs> because I truly thought it was like, oh, cool. So another comic book that's being written right. is now like using real life stuff as like a, but no, it, it, Madison Cawthorn is going to bring about the rise of dark MAGA. By the way, were we getting light MAGA before? <laughs> you guys all tried to fucking commit a coup and sent an army of insurrectionists into the capital, and that was the nice part of MAGA? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. I'm this guy shot the the former president of the United States shot pepper balls and tear gas at protesters. Again, was that the light part of, like, what was the light part of MAGA? Because I straight up missed it. I don't know, man. Better ask Madison. I think it's fucking too late to ask Madison. Because Madison has reverted to dark MAGA. (laughs) The dark side now. Now he's a full villain. Yeah. Now he's a full villain. And before we know, he was a really cool guy and chill and totally totally nice. Totally. He was like Harvey Dent. This is Harvey Dent. He is now, but Harvey Dent's dead, and now it's only Two Face. It's it, he, no more Batman. It's time for the Dark Knight. It's time for the Dark Knight. He's the hero that North Carolina deserves. Mm. <laughs> I, I really just kind of lost my mind mm-hmm. when I saw that because I'm like, this is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. This man. <laughs> This man is literally speaking as if he is, like, about to invade Gotham. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just so close to invading Gotham. Um, what did you think of his statement? <laughs> Do you think that it ha- that it's super grounded in reality and, and, and normality and just, just everything that's, like, like normal and, and, and in the realm of possibility and on this earth? And <laughs> if... <laughs> If there is a dark mag of like super villain, what do you think his name is now? <laughs> um You don't have to answer that. <laughs> um, this the the statement's insane, right? right? Obviously. I mean, he's I I does he have any fundraisers going on? Because that seems like what it is. It's like a shout to to QAnon to give him some money, like mm-hmm. yeah. A rallying cry. Yeah, and I just like I was like I saw that he like he conceded like on mm. the night he called his he called and conceded to his opponent, and I'm wondering like did he say this nonsense to him <laughs> on the phone? Yeah, that'd be great. You may have defeated me, but Dark Maga will rise and take over the 11th district of North Carolina <laughs> once more. It's like what? Stop talking to us. <laughs> Man. You're 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 a lunatic. <laughs> uh, so 
So yeah, um, I'm I'm at a loss for words. Honestly, there are multiple people whose career I want to follow. Like I want to see what they do next for like good reasons. Like Malcolm Kenyatta, I'm very excited to see what he does next in like a capacity because I, th- I think he's I think he has a, such a bright future ahead of him, and I think he's great. On the absolute other side of that coin, I need to know what the <laughs> next steps for for Madison Cawthorn like what they are yes. because yes because if it's assembling probably a, his own oan show i mean maybe because if it's assembling like a a, a, a a dark maga super villain team where he mtg and matt gates <laughs> are just like a weird like like a weird offshoot of Team Rocket from Pokemon. Like, <laughs> I need to know what is up going on there. It, it's it's so funny. It's so funny and crazy. And I, I love every every moment of it. And I can't wait to see what is up going forward. Um I think I think that's uh the most part what we have for our elect electoral coverage. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> Brad Little defeated um uh, uh, Janice McGeechan, who uh, was the, if you didn't know, um, Brad Little is the governor of Idaho, and whenever he would go out of town, Janice McGeechan would uh, take control of of oh, power and undo okay. all of the things that that's, he did. That's good. I was wondering about that one. And then made him have to come back yeah, and change she... everything back to what it was. She is super bad. Mm, she is, but she lost by a hefty margin. Um, so I, that, I think that's just one of my, just that's very much one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite stories, which is just like every time he goes out of town, it's, it's literally like he's a parent. He goes out of town mm-hmm. and his kids just throw the, a fucking rager, a right wing rager yeah. where they're like, no masks, baby. <laughs> it's, he has to come home and be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Hopefully he can leave the state again without worrying about a coup. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hopefully. I mean, he sucks too, but like, right, but- <laughs> Isn't that great when they're like, oh, you're really bad, but wait, there's worse. The one behind you is like worse and also like, I don't have to follow, I don't have to follow legislative rules. If you're gone, that means I'm in charge, baby. Um, Also, Charles Booker um, was nominated Mm -hmm. um, in the Kentucky Senate to face off against um, Rand Paul. And I want to say... I really hope that Charles Booker beats Rand Paul. Yeah, that'd be nice. I also think that we should let the people of Kentucky handle this (laughs) and not necessarily throw $400 billion behind this race Mm -hmm. because we kind of keep doing this in Kentucky specifically and it uh, ends up not working and being a lot of money thrown into something that like didn't work. Mm -hmm. Uh, That said, I I want to give Charles Booker some money. I like him. Okay. <laughs> he's 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 someone I believe in. He's not Amy McGrath. All mm-hmm. right. Um in in non-American political news, mm-hmm. the Australians voted uh, out their conservative majority for like the first time in almost a decade. Mm-hmm. So, that was good. Yes. Lots of women. Lots of women got elected. So. That is great. That is great and not hoping, hoping to address the uh climate crisis that uh is ravaging uh, australia mm-hmm. so 
And uh, yeah, so on on uh, this Tuesday, there will be some elections. Um, the Texas runoff election will be happening. We'll also have Georgia's uh, primary election, Arkansas pri- Arkansas's primary election. And we will find out if Santa Claus can win in... Oh, no. No, you said that was in August. No, that's Alabama. Fuck. <laughs> So oh. you, you get Alabama and Alaska confused. You know what's crazy? I literally am looking at the word. It's it wasn't a. It, it's not an abbreviation. It's the word Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a few, and I clearly my eyes are changing some letters. Mm-hmm. So I think on that note, we should probably get out of here yeah, before I have to read anything else. I mean, at least in that one, um, Mo Brooks. Who was like unendorsed by Trump? <laughs> we get to see if Mo Brooks can figure out how to win while being unendorsed. We saw that Bill McSwain couldn't figure out how to win by being like anti-endorsed. Right. So, um, you know, let's see what happens there. I mean, uh, again, all bad options. Katie Britt's a bad option. <laughs> like, Mo Bro- all, every, it's all it's all bad options there. So let's see who of the worst of the worst gets it. But I think that's going to do it for us today. Thank you all for listening. Um, we will, uh, just a, uh, just a full disclosure, we may not be back next week. Um, depending on how things go, we may not be back next week. And we'll have to risk. We probably have to be back next week because we're almost definitely not going to be doing one the week after. Shit. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You might not see us for a couple of weeks. We might take some weeks off because we need us time, okay? Okay? And I love spending my time with you, the listener, but, like, sometimes I need a break, okay? I need to, like, just relax on my couch, and sometimes I need to drink without needing to then set up microphones and talk into them about politics. That's fair. Sometimes I just want to sit on the couch and talk to you about politics while you completely not listen to me and go on TikTok. So like that maybe don't watch TikTok while you're talking. <laughs> I don't have the attention span to do that. <laughs> That's true. You do pause it. I pause. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we may be back next week. We may not. We'll definitely not be back in two weeks. That's definitely that's definitely so we might do one week break or two week break. We'll see. Um, and uh, I don't know. Why don't you guys? record something for an hour and then send it to yeah, me yeah we'll and put I'll, it up we'll put it we'll up, put it up. if you if <laughs> the ch- here's the challenge the challenge is this any group of people record something for an hour <laughs> and then email it to me <laughs> and without listening to it i will put it up <laughs> unedited unfiltered you can say whatever you want and i won't even i won't even i won't edit a thing i won't even look at it i'll just throw it up and be like, this is the episode. We would, I would never, that would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> terrible. My enemies would destroy me, <laughs> and I can't let them, as I have joined Dark Maga. Anyway, I gotta go. Um, we'll, <laughs> see, we'll see you all um, in the next couple of weeks, and uh, until then, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>